Today is July 17th, 2021. This is episode 131 of Back to Normal. So let's get started. All right, I feel a little weird today recording this episode. I just want to let everybody listening know up front. Um, I have a few things I want to talk about, but I the reason that I'm feeling weird about this is that it very much feels like today, like literally right now today, I'm like, I'm in between two worlds. <laughs> um, I'm in between the world that I'm like left behind on Friday is a world where we were in stage two of reopening. So like things were opening, but still pretty slowly. And I had like, I didn't know what my job future looked like. And I've been talking for the last few episodes about this interview that I that I had almost two weeks ago now, two weeks ago, Tuesday. Um, and how I'm about to hear the results. And so I'm like, <laughs> I'm leaving behind on Friday. I'm leaving behind my old job, potentially, allegedly. And we are in stage two. And now as of this Friday, we're in stage three. And um, I've heard that very early next week, I should be hearing about this new job. And there's only two people competing for it. And I feel very, very qualified for it. And I feel like I gave all that information that shows that I'm qualified in my interview. And so this weekend, I'm like, I do I want to talk about like leaving stage two and the anxiety that I feel about that? Do I want to talk about feeling more comfortable? So maybe even stage three is fine and I'm not uncomfortable with it. Do I want to talk about like what I did in my job over the last five years? Or do I want to talk about this new job again? But I kind of already did that. So like this is very much where I'm coming from, where where I'm actually recording this at, on Saturday night, where usually I wake up first thing Saturday morning and I record an episode. Um, this morning, I actually slept in by like at least an hour compared to what I usually would um, to do the podcast. But I was OK with it because, like I said, I don't <laughs> I'm like in between. And so I'm really excited to record next week's episode because I will have heard about the job by then. And <clears throat> again, presumably we'll we'll get it. Um, but for now, I'm just like, I'm stuck in a limbo. It's like, yeah, it's very weird. Um, so what I do want to talk about this week, um, is essentially the first few days that, that Ottawa and Ontario has been in stage three of reopening, which is things starting to get bigger, um, events and, and all kinds of public things can happen. Like public venues that are outdoors can have, I think it was a thousand people at them, um, or half the capacity of the, the, the venue, whatever it is. So if you have a venue that has 2000 people capacity, you can have a thousand people in it indoors. Um, and, or is it honestly, the whole thing is very confusing and I'm not going to any of these. So I'm like, I'm finding it very hard. I'm, I'm trying to remember. It feels like a thousand is actually the people you can have inside if the venue is big enough. Um, and maybe 5,000 outside or something like that. I should really just look it up. I'm just going to look it up. Okay. Yes. I've now looked it up and it is a thousand people inside which is just seems crazy to me. Um, and outside is up to 15,000 people at 75% capacity. So like, like an outdoor stadium, for example, um, like the, I'm guessing the Ottawa Red Blacks would just be able to have 15,000 people outside in their stadium um, trying to do, I, I'm assuming distancing would be involved in there somehow, but honestly, in a, in a sports stadium, I don't really see how that happens. Cause like you obviously have to control capacity and all that. But basically, um, Compared to what we had before, there are effectively no restrictions. That's what I was saying last week. Um, so it feels really weird 
but I get that a lot of people need that, like need it to be kind of more normal. Um, and honestly, as a family, we are feeling a lot more comfortable than we did even a week ago, even two weeks ago. Um, yeah, we are feeling quite a bit more comfortable. We're coming up on, I think, a month now of um, having gotten our second shot almost. Definitely feeling more comfortable. The one thing that's really holding us back and like kind of what I want to talk about today is the weird juxtaposition, which is not unique to me at all. This is very common. Um, but any family basically that has kids under 12, it, it can't really get back to normal because there's no vaccine for kids under 12. And and so you're basically put in this position where if you if you are trying to be as responsible as possible for your kids, which honestly feels like the job of a parent to be as responsible as possible, it feels like it feels irresponsible to let unvaccinated kids do public things with other unvaccinated kids unless you know unless they they are going to wear masks all the time and be able to keep distance which honestly is like for a kid for um for a group of kids that like for example wants to go to a summer camp outside it feels like that should be able to happen like i don't really have any problem with it the issue comes with um the idea that some people some parents of um like of families with kids will take this this really good really great progress with caseload um in the city of ottawa especially and basically treat it like it is normal and like for me we never like as a, as a, as parents we never really went on a bunch of different play dates with a bunch of different kids like we we didn't really do that that's not really how we um did things ever and we we tended to have like we'd have three or four um like families that we would spend time with so if we had a play date it would basically be with one of those three or four different um couples and so for us like limiting contacts is pretty easy because that's really all we did but some of those people um would do a lot more and like some of them are going to be in daycare. Some of them are going to be going into school now. Like our daughter is three years old. She's going to be going into preschool in September. Like we've got her booked to go into preschool. But um, it's this very weird thing where we really have to strain our, our comfort to be okay with sending her. Not because we're like super, I mean, <laughs> we are super worried that she's going to get sick. Like that is the worry. But we're not like incredibly worried that that's going to happen. We're not even worried that she's going to necessarily, depending on how things go again with cases over the next six weeks. It feels crazy that school is starting again in literally like less than six weeks now. Um, but it's not that we're incredibly worried about that happening. It's just the what ifs that play out. It's like if we let her go to school, which like we have to at this point, like right now, things the way they are, we have to. It doesn't make any reasonable sense not to let her go to preschool especially because she's in a class with seven other kids and masks are still going to be required for the for the adults there and the adults are also going to be vaccinated it's just the whole unknown thing of like we can't like you can't explicitly or even really implicitly trust people at a time like this who are effectively strangers to you like that's what that's basically what schools are asking you to like you're never going to get to know all the parents of in your in your child's classroom it's just not realistic that that's ever going to happen it could happen if you lived in a small town with a small school that had you know like eight or ten kids in your class and 
those were all the people you knew, like everyone you knew who had kids that were the same age as your kid, you'd know them because it was a small town. Like that's just, it's not realistic in a city like Ottawa, even though we're not that big of a city, we're not huge. We're still a million people. Like it's still, you're never, ever going to know all the parents in your class, but it kind of feels like you, you have to, to feel comfortable. So yeah, that that's basically the position we're in is trying to, trying to sort out <clears throat> the, the obvious safety in the state of, of COVID right now in Ottawa, which is like effectively one to two cases on average per day. It basically zero, like that's a rounding error. But as we've, as we've seen in other places, I've seen in other countries that even have lots of people vaccinated. Um, the Delta variant doesn't care and it will go exponential on you very quickly. Just like as exponential as the, um, the original variant of, of COVID-19 as fast as that went on the unvaccinated population, the Delta seems to be going on the currently unvaccinated population. And if we've learned anything over the last year and a half, it's that there's no such thing as certainty. And all it takes is one big spike in cases of, for example, the Delta variant to get another mutation, to have that virus then mutate again, which would then cause the Epsilon mutation, which suddenly breaks through the vaccine. Um, and you know, it starts not that, that the vaccine starts not being protective against that variant. And, and like, you can just spiral in your thinking through all these possibilities. And I have been like, when we're talking about sending her to school, this is all built into my thinking about it. Everything that I've talked about so far is already built into my thinking about trying to like send a kid to school, go back to like even patios outdoors. Like I get that nobody's getting sick with them, but again, I've talked about this in past episodes. I've kind of adapted to pandemic life. Like I've kind of fully adapted to the point where I'm like, do we need to go to a patio? Like, do we really? I, I get the appeal. I do see the appeal of it, but like, <laughs> to me, there's this giant potential theoretical downside, which is you get sick and you don't know where it came from, but you know that it probably came from that point when you went to a patio um, versus the benefits of going to a patio, which are like things being back to the way they were before. Like in, in certain aspects, it's really weird because I want things, I want some things to go back to exactly the way they were before. Like I'd love to be able to just be close to and hug my friends and not feel like something bad is going to happen if we do that, which I have felt for the last year and a half. But also I have almost no interest in going back to a nine to five full-time work schedule where I'm going into the office five days a week. Like that to me, if that ever happens again, I'm going to be really upset. And like, it's going to make me want to look for a job where that's not the case. Um, yeah, it does seem like it'd be really hard for, unless you're like client facing in government, it seems like it's going to be really, really hard to convince public servants, government workers to go back into the office full-time. Um, especially because all the workplace initiatives and renewals that have been going on, especially at NSERC, but I know this is not unique to NSERC, are focusing on these kind of hybrid work environments where not everybody needs to be sitting at a desk all the day and all the time, even though usually that's how we would want to work. And so they're basically by doing this, by setting up an office that has a bunch of meeting spaces and like um, some relatively quiet workstations some that are kind of in an open office concept and all these different various types of working environments 
if you can't get a desk or if you don't find that specific setup suits your needs exactly, you will just find yourself being at home most of the time. And honestly, the amount that I have gained personally in emotional satisfaction and family like growth has just been unbelievable to see. It has been so cool being home. Like obviously the reason that we're all home is terrible and some parents are having a really, really hard time with it. But I just like this working style of working from home all the time, other than the fact that I don't get to see my coworkers, has just, I've thrived in it. I have absolutely loved it. Like I'm doing the best work of my life right now because, and I honestly, I think I can chalk this up to being less distracted by people at work. I find working in here when I, when I can, when I'm like able to get my work in, it is incredible. And it, and it honestly easily counterbalances the extremely distracting environment of being at home, like being at home and knowing that if I'm not in a meeting that basically like if my kid comes downstairs and wants me to read a book, like I basically have to read her a book. Um, and if I want her to stop, like she, she either needs mom to go and take her and distract her. Like fortunately, Julia's on leave right now on maternity leave. And so she's able to do that, like go for walks or take them to the grandparents or whatever the case may be. But like if I'm trying to work and Julia's feeding our son or something, like she's doing something that where she can't watch Evie, like Evie's just here. I'm either reading to her or playing with her or she's sitting there on the iPad, like trying to do this learning stuff. Um, and she's three years old. So she's like got this this um, learning app that she uses that she likes to use. Um, but obviously we're not feeling we don't feel great about just sitting her in front of an iPad for half an hour, an hour at a time. Um, so we're trying to minimize that. But I'm also trying to I'm well aware of the fact that like I need to still get stuff done. I still need to get work done. and. Um, so yeah, very bittersweet in terms of thinking about like September, for example, when my daughter's going to be going to preschool, like I was saying for a couple hours a day, two days a week, um, it's not going to be big enough that it's going to be this huge, like that she's going to be gone most of the time. She's still going to be home a lot of like almost all the time. Um, there's just this small portion of time where she won't be. Um, but then, you know, come next spring when we move into our new building, and start to go back into the office presumably like in this case things are more normal and so like i'll be able to take the train downtown and like i'll be able to bike downtown and and just go into the building normally it feels like um yeah i i called this show back to normal i started this show believe it or not i don't actually know when the first episode is i'm gonna look it up but i started this show and i called it back to normal and i was like gonna do it i was gonna make episodes of this show until we were back to normal and i'm starting to get the sense now and i think i think i've talked about this in the past episode but um maybe not that i actually don't want to go back to normal <laughs> like normal for me is now this and so anything that like any sense of going back to normal is actually going to be going back to something i don't want so like i actually want to continue this and and make some changes you know changes to be closer to people for example um when when once it's safe to be but uh yeah that i don't want to go back to normal i want to go back to um society i want to go back to people sometimes but i don't want to go back to normal like I, I honestly don't i like this i like what we've had over the last year and a half minus the people getting really sick and dying and filling our hospitals 
I like this. Um, when I started, so I'm, I've looked it up now. Uh, August 23rd, 2020 is when I recorded the first episode. And at the time I was doing a daily show. Um, yeah, for about two or three months, I did a daily show, maybe even more, four months. Um, yeah, <laughs> this is now weekly. And <laughs> as, as any good show does, it has, this show has outgrown its premise because I don't want to go back to normal. I want, I want this with modifications. I want normal to be what I'm living now, where if I want to take an hour break from work and or half an hour, whatever it is, like a tiny break and go for a walk or go play soccer with my kid in the field. Like I want to be able to do that. I want to be able to do that the rest of my life. That is, that would be amazing. And so all of that comes into play when I'm starting to think about um, what normal is and like genuinely I'm very excited. I'll just wrap this up by saying I'm genuinely very excited that things are starting to go. Like when I say back to normal, like things are starting to reopen again. Not normal yet. Um, but like being able to go and see a movie, I don't know when I'm going to feel comfortable doing that. Um, it does feel like it would be really, really like I'm going to want two full weeks of low cases um, before doing that. But it would be really cool to see a movie again in the theater. Like watching new release movies and TV uh, well, TV, I guess, like I'm just thinking about Marvel um, shows, watching movies not in the theater has been like, it's not been bad, but I do miss the theater. Like, it's a really good experience to go to a movie in the theater. And I'm looking forward to doing it again at some point. I just don't know exactly when. Um, all of the stuff that the changes that we're having are positive to a lot of people. Um, the things reopening again, but like, we're not, things are not going back to normal. Any, all the changes that have been made for the better are going to stick around. And we'll have to kind of examine as a society what things are going to stick around, what things are going to be tossed aside because they didn't work, and what things kind of need to be tweaked back in the direction of, of society being more, um, I guess not more, but less social distance. Um, things are going to change, but they're probably not going back. They're just going to keep going forwards. So all that being said, I've talked a lot. I was expecting this to be a short episode and then I went on that tangent. Um, yeah, I'm really looking forward to next week once, you know, my life has sorted itself out. We're comfortable. We'll be comfortably in stage three. I hopefully will have heard about the job. I will hopefully have a very action packed episode with lots to talk about uh, next week. And so that having been said, I will leave you for now. Talk to you next week. Bye. Bye.